This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a preschooler. And I'm Teresa, a working mom with a toddler. This is a show about life after giving life. We all need a place to vent, so don't listen with your kids because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, we talk about siblings and speak with Jane Roper, author of Double Time and Mom to Twins. Woo! How exciting! So exciting. It is exciting. We're really just here to talk shit about our siblings, right? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Mine listens. (laughs) Mine doesn't. (laughs) More honest time for you. My sister said to me this this one time, like... (laughs) couple months ago when I saw her she's like so how's your podcast going I don't listen to it uh, <laughs> I think I've lost most of my family members at this point in time which That's is a relief it's fine uh, for, me, for me it would be a relief uh, now nah, I'm just like whatever um so how are you I am fine but I do have a little <laughs> bit of an update okay. <laughs> to share. Um, and this it's this is probably a good time for us to mention that we are pre-recording a few episodes um, in advance of having our babies. Yeah. Because um, we're going to try not to have too many off weeks um, in November and December when we both will have newborns. <laughs> Um, we are going to, I think, take like a week off for Thanksgiving and a week off for Christmas and something like that. But mostly we will go all, we will go straight through. We'll have new episodes straight through, but a lot of them we're pre-recording now. But we will, but as, as important things happen, like actual births, we will, uh, let you know know. it live in real time on the show when that's officially happened. It won't just be like a weird Twilight Zone (laughs) two months where you like wonder what's going on. Where we're permanently at like 33 weeks. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So you're welcome, everybody. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. I mean, we don't want to abandon you. We don't want to abandon you. No. Um, So anyways, I so probably by the time this show comes out, I'll be like closer to 36 weeks or 37 weeks, something like that. You're going to have a baby in here. I know. (laughs) God. Um, This past week, I was in reality, 33 weeks, and um, went in for my normal, like, whatever, checkup at the Mm -hmm. OB, had severely high blood pressure. Like... Now, here's a question. Yeah. Did you feel any different? I mean, was there anything at all off? I mean, it was just like they hook you up to the blood pressure machine and were suddenly like, your blood pressure is really high. Yeah, they were like, are you okay? And I was like, like, do you feel okay? And I was like, yeah. And then, of course, I'm sure my blood pressure like went through the roof. Like, And they're like, let's do this again. And then, of course, it was higher. It yeah, was even higher the second time because I'm like, oh, my God. What's wrong? What's wrong? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, to answer your question, I, I pretty much felt fine. I mean, I feel a little off right now anyway. But you're fucking pregnant. I'm pregnant. Yeah, and it's not always. Great. Yeah, I mean, hmm. I just. Whatever. I don't Whatever. know. So, yeah. um, but no, I didn't have like blurred vision or a headache or um, like pain. And there's like a couple places in your abdomen where pain, where you would feel pain. Huh. Um, I didn't have any of that stuff, but they were like, you know, this is so high that we really need to send you to labor and delivery and have <laughs> you get monitored and like hooked up and monitored for, you know, about oh an God. hour just to make sure that everything is okay. And if your blood pressure goes down, that's good. And if it doesn't go down, we may need to induce labor. Um, oh my, so, so if those, if hearing those things doesn't help relax you. It doesn't you. help relax you, right. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. And, um, and so, yeah, so what they're worried about is preeclampsia. Okay. And so the, the two main symptoms of that are uh, protein in your pee. And nice. and very high blood pressure. Okay. So I didn't have protein in my pee. Well, thank goodness. And after laying there and thoroughly like traumatizing everybody in my family, including Jesse, who was like 
Jesse was in Atlanta. He was supposed to come home the next day. Oh, God. Um, and so while I was, like, sitting there hooked up, he just decided to come home early and, like, Good boy. Go, to the, <laughs> go to the airport and come home. And he did come home early, which was really nice. And I actually, like, I think his phone call saying, like, I'm just on my way to the airport. I'm just going to come home. Yeah. Like, coincided with a very significant drop in my blood pressure. <laughs> like, I would hate, I mean, it's just, it's true. I was like, oh, good, he's coming, you know? Yeah. And everything went down. Everything looked fine. They said the baby looked great. And then I had to do I had to do a 24-hour urine sample, <laughs> which for anybody who doesn't know what this is already, they send you home with literally a jug that like oh, looks no. it looks like an apple juice container. Good. Like, it looks like an apple juice container. You have to keep it chilled. You have to keep it chilled for 24 hours, and you have to collect every drop of your pee during that time. Every drop. Every drop. Yes. And Do they give you a funnel, or so, yes, the, so they give you like this. They give you this weird jug. thing into. Yeah, that would be horrible. <laughs> they give you this thing to like sit in your toilet that catches um, the pee, and then you pour the pee into the jug. But so for me, that meant, like, because my fridge, so we were keeping it in the fridge. Well, yeah. Which is weird, but, like, I tried to keep it on, like, the door away from stuff, <laughs> but I was still just like, oh, my God, this really just looks like a jug of OJ. Yeah. Um, apple then, juice. Right, or apple <laughs> juice, one or the other. It was sort of like a color in between red and orange. Uh, so it was, that like, doesn't sound healthy. Could have been, <laughs> could have been either one. You need more water, Teresa. Not my pee. The jug. Uh, uh, the jug is a color. Oh my god! I it was totally. I was like this. You're not well. Wow. No. No. Thank God. No. The jug was like between red and orange. That's why it kind of looked like juice because oh, it was okay. like I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Anyways, the weirdest part of this whole experience was having <laughs> to like wa- every time I needed to pee. Well, first of all, I couldn't go anywhere because you can't take that with you. <laughs> So I couldn't go anywhere for 24 hours. So I go. So every time I have to, excuse me, every time I have to pee, go to the fridge, get this weird jug, oh carry God. it with me to the bathroom, like pee, pour the pee in the jug, and then bring the jug God. back to the fridge. That was a very humbling experience. That sounds um, great. Yeah, it was great. And then I had to go back two days later. They're like, come back two days later. We'll do this all again. Hook you up again and like check everything. Right. I went back. Everything was totally fine. And I feel fantastic now. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> and that, you know what would be worse? Is it would blow this pre-recording schedule out of the fucking water. It would water. really. It would that really would be the worst it. That would be the worst. of this whole thing. That would be the worst. Um, speaking of great mm-hmm. and perhaps our priorities being different, you for your health, me worrying about your health affecting the show. Mm-hmm. Um, right. This... Just, I think, ties in great to our discussion today, which is on siblings, which is always about equality and fairness. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Siblings! Siblings! So the big question mm-hmm. about siblings is, is it possible to have two or more children and avoid them beating the living shit out of each other? <laughs> <laughs> I was at this party once, like a long time. It was right after I'd had Catherine Bell. No, actually, I think it might have even been my shower. I think it might have been my shower. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there with all these ladies. And I started asking, you know... Did you, were you an only child? Were there, you know, how many were there of you? And they, they ranged. Some were, you know, I had one sibling. Some had four siblings. Some had three. Some were a mix of boys and girls. Some were um, a mix of ages. Some were like one year apart. Some were four years apart. And everybody's like different. And I finally just say, all right, did any of that affect you guys beating the shit out of each other? <laughs> and they were all like, nope. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> So, because uh, I feel like, you know, my sister and I fought mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think as the, I was the younger, mm-hmm. so if I have one older sister, 
Uh, How much older is she? She we're we're technically we're like three years apart, but four years school. You know, like she oh, just uh-huh. hit that weird cusp. Um, but for a majority of our life, we are three years apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we were never in school together. Okay, that's it in the term like in the world of siblings. Uh-huh. But uh, I feel like she <laughs> pretty much beat the shit it out of me. It was always her beating you. It was either it was either her beating me or our activities would be things like let's wrestle. Right. You know, the but rule is, you know, win. you win. Whoever whoever cries first loses. Oh, my God. Right? Oh um, there's, there's a lot of, like, uh, I'm going to take their, you know, if I had the remote control and didn't give it back, that was going to, she would get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and, like, yeah. so there was a lot of, like, that kind of, like, beatings. And then there was like, just general fighting. Right. You know, like, general, yeah. you know, I can remember, like, stealing a line from a Ramona Quimby book, you know, from, mm-hmm. like, one of the uh, Beverly Cleary books, Ramona Quimby, and where she called her older sister a pizza face. Mm-hmm. And, like, so I totally pulled that out in the middle of an argument. And mm-hmm. my sister, standing in the door, just was, like, started bawling and, like, mm-hmm. slammed the door in my face. You know what I mean? And I was like, wow, that worked really great. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like. So this is where you got your cutting wit from (laughs) or my fight or flight sense where it's always fight 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 so but like now that i i have got Catherine bell Mm -hmm. and i'm about to introduce a second kid even though it's a boy Mm -hmm. i still am like am i going to be able to you know and and without like you know i can't be in anybody's shoes but i i do feel that like i kind of get it a little bit you know that like it's very easy i think for the first child to they're the ones who kind of have they they are going to go through a round of shit with the realization that they're no longer the only child Mm -hmm. and i don't know if there's anything that you can do to really prevent that Mm -hmm. i can appreciate (laughs) not the beatings but that there was a sense of loss that i think older siblings have like this sense of loss Um, and there's definitely a sense of like you know she always let your mom and dad always let you do stuff before I ever got to do it. You know, I always heard that a lot. Like you got a stereo before I got a stereo. You get to watch TV before I got to watch TV. You get to you know like that yeah. kind of stuff. And I'm like, there's constant tallying that's going on. Yeah, tallying. But in retrospect, yeah. I'm like, well, I can guarantee you, kid number two is going to get all those things earlier too, mm-hmm. because I'm trying to balance my time with kid number one. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to balance my time with just Catherine Bell. Mm-hmm. I could fill that time with a lot more. It was the two of you. It was just the yeah. two of us. So we, yeah, you didn't have to yeah, watch the television ratio was because totally different. we yeah. were able to do these activities. Yeah. But this time around, you are watching television. As a result, I'm probably going to take it a little easier. So poor number two gets the short end of the. It mm-hmm. may seem like a disadvantage or something unfair for the older sibling, mm-hmm. but from the perspective of the younger sibling. <laughs> You may not be getting the parent interaction or, like, one-on-one that the first one, you got TV first. Yeah. TV became the babysitter first. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got the junk food first. Yeah. <laughs> because that was easiest for mama. Yeah. You know? So, like, I get it, but, like, I don't know. I, I guess I guess the initial question is how do you, like, what was it like? You had three. So did that save you from any beatings? Well, my situation <laughs> was different because... I was the oldest, but I never beat on my sister, mm. like my younger sister. I just never. How well, about first I should say no. First, <laughs> I, first I should say like my sister and I have a similar age difference. We were okay. three and a half years apart, and then our brother was born much later. That's like because right. my my parents had us really young, and then like later decided like we still want one more kid, and so they had. Another kid. So I was 12 when my brother was born, and my relationship with him is totally different right. than the, my relationship with my sister. Like, my relationship with him, I literally can't think of a argument that we've ever had or, wow. like, any com- – like, we just love each other and – Well, there was never any need for competition, Yeah, I mean, it was because... just – yeah, he's just great, and we love each other, and <laughs> he's – I mean, he's, like, 20. I don't know. Right. Like, he's great. You right. know, he's in college. I don't know. Um, I really missed him when I went to college because he was like four or five, you know. Right. Um, but with my sister, uh, my sister was just like naturally the tougher like personality, and um, 
I was just really chill. And I really, <laughs> I'm totally like getting out of breath because I'm pregnant. really fucking pregnant. I, know, I can't I, talk. Yeah, I got it. Don't like, worry. I was singing a song to Simon the other night and I like had to pause because like breathing. singing the song was too. It's okay. I'm over here just refluxing okay. out of control. <laughs> so, so, like you guys said, won't this get more interesting when they get really pregnant? Yeah, yeah well, well, here, here it is. It is. Yeah. This is the excitement. Anyway, go ahead. So, um, I took it really seriously when my, this is so fucking embarrassing, but like I took it really seriously when my parents were like, you're setting an example for Franny. My little sister's name was, well, her name's Frances. What's your, yeah, three and a half, three and a half. And like, she was like, you know, my parents like really set that up. Like you're setting an example for her and you need to show her like the right way to do things. And she's learning that from you. Right. And I really took that seriously. Like I... I just she would hit me and like scratch me and have these like terrible like temper tantrums and stuff and I just would I would just cry or something or like go tell my parents like I would never do anything back and like my my parents have this <laughs> like, like lock you in a closet and make you eat toothpaste <laughs> no but like but like my my mom like loves to joke about how at a certain because my parents are like super pacifists like San right. Francisco Bay Area like <laughs> you know raising like we went to like the hippiest little preschool like I mean completely and, like, my mom thinks it's hilarious that, like, at a certain point when my sister was, like, maybe two or three and I was, you know, three years older. Right. Um, my mom, like, tried to basically tell me to fucking hit her back. <laughs> oh. Like, because she was just like, you, like, <laughs> I think she says it, like, I don't remember this, but she says, like, you just, you came to me and, like, you there were just a lot of times and like finally I, I realized that like it wasn't working to right. tell you to just like take the high road like so I was trying to figure out how to get this across <laughs> to you like well maybe you need to show your sister that it's not okay to do that to you <laughs> so there's some like totally twisted parenting thing here of like well I can't let my I can't hit my kid back and let her know how much it hurts when she hits me but I'll have another kid to right. go over there and Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I think, well, I think my mom was basically just like, you Teresa need needs to figure out how to protect herself because yeah, this yeah, is yeah, getting yeah. ridiculous. It's like, getting ridiculous. And obviously, you know, my sister was smaller and younger. It wasn't like I was like really getting the <laughs> shit kicked out of me. Like, right. I was just, it was more just like she would take her like pissy energy out on me and that upset me. Like, it wasn't like I was like getting seriously right. hurt. Um, but so it's kind of funny because it's kind of the opposite yeah. dynamic of what most people experience. And, um, my sister and I are of course now like super close and we get along really great. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm really curious because Jesse says that like, cause you know, we're going to have two boys and boys are always rough and really tough and whatever. But, um, <laughs> you know, Jesse's always like, yeah, I mean, I think we have like 10 years of them just like beating on each other ahead of us. Yeah, so when does the, as a mom, when does the, like, the sense of just inner deadening happen where you just, like, you hear the fighting and you hear the yelling and you hear the, like, whatever it is that you just decide to not step in? Yeah, you know I what I know. mean? Like, because I, I can really remember, know. I mean, Lord knows, I don't remember mind stepping in very often See, after I a certain like point. I feel like I would step in, though. I, I feel, feel like, like I would I step would. in all the time, but then yeah. I'm like, well, then at a certain point. There must be something that we just... See, that's why this is a part one, <laughs> again. Is, like, yeah, I think this, this is a part one. This is a part one. one. Like, we're, we need to talk about all these things that we're wondering about, yeah. and then, like, a year or two from now, we'll do another episode <laughs> where we're like, so this is what Oh, man, is. they just beat the shit. <laughs> Constantly yeah. murdering. Yeah. yeah, because I know, like, I know that there are things that you can do as parents to like help your kids not fight. Like there, there are like parenting books about. Oh, this. I'm like, sure whole parenting books. Yeah, I, I assume mean, it's like cats. You just lock them in the bathroom, <laughs> and eventually they'll stop fighting. Whoever comes out, whoever wins. comes out. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> eventually, you're just gonna have to both realize that you're both here. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's um, because I'm gonna have the boy girl scenario. Yeah, and the girl is older, which I've heard. Is like like statistically speaking, like people do better when they had an older sister ah. versus an older brother. Yeah, well, you know, and I should go back and say there were a few perks, not per se with the beatings, but there were a few perks. I can remember one of the things that I enjoyed about 
Well, that was that was helpful about having an older sibling, uh, older sister. Was I can remember she had already gotten out of high school and I was in high school. Mm-hmm. In high school, you know, I don't know who high school is great for, mm-hmm. but you know, I was definitely. It was great for me. No, I'm just kidding. Course. It was not great for me. It was not. It was. There were um, parts of it that were just great. <laughs> Like meeting my sweetheart. Oh, that's right. That's so odd. <laughs> so, Anyways, go on. So, also, I went to a weird high school. Go on. The, <laughs> so, um, the so like you know, I was going through this like tough time. My sister came back from college the first year, and she said, "You know, I just want you to know that like I know it sucks, but pretty soon you're going to graduate and." You're going to realize that none of these people matter. Like that, mm-hmm. like your people mm-hmm. are somewhere else. Somewhere else, yeah. And it, it really, all you have to do is get through this. Yeah. You know, and it oh, was. that's really cool. And it was really nice. It was like yeah. one of like, you know, uh, the few memories that I had of us like having, I mean, we clearly had other nice moments, mm-hmm. but like this one like stood out a mm-hmm. great deal. So I do feel like. You know, there are some advantages uh, to being maybe the younger sibling if your older sibling has some insight, helpful so. insight. Yeah. I'm always dishing out advice. Are you dishing out advice all the time? <laughs> no. Well, God, I also I wonder not. if the second kid has to be more tough because I feel like I was a pretty much rough and tumble kid. Mm-hmm. And we just had some friends over the other day uh, the, who have two kids. Mm-hmm. The older sister is Catherine Bell's age, and she's got a younger sister who's like two. So, like, two years apart. And that two-year-old was just... She was she, was, like, hanging in there with the She was hanging in there great. And she was, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, getting on the bike. She'd fall. Yeah. She was just, like, really in it to That's win cool. it. yeah. And I was just, like, no, I guess I, guess I was kind of like... I mean, I guess that's yeah. what younger siblings do. If you, like, you want to keep up... Mm-hmm. You know, the it it was it And was, you also have somebody yeah, you have somebody to watch. Like they say the second one like talks sooner and yeah. develops faster because you're they're watching. I mean it also has to do with whether they're like going to daycare or not. Right. Too, but right. like they have somebody to to like demonstrate all How the to stuff do this that stuff. they can yeah, and they yeah. they like sort of pick it up faster. I also think it's interesting, like with the second well, I don't know if this has to do with the second sip being the second sibling, but like I remember I used to have friends come over and, like, my little sister would be playing with us. And, like, if if it was a friend who didn't have siblings, they'd be like, does she have to, like, be? Uh, and I was curious, like, whether there's any of that with Katie Bell with her friend. Because, like, I remember being like, well, no. she's just my sister. Like, she's just here. Yeah, like, we're not going to make her go to her room <laughs> while we play. Like, she's obviously going to play, with, play right. with Well, us. yeah, Catherine Bell's been pretty good. And it's interesting because our upstairs neighbor... Has a friend who comes over who I think is an only child. Uh-huh. And he's really sweet to Catherine Bell. Oh, that's like nice. he's like like I like the kid. I'm like you want to watch her for two hours. Yeah. The um like he's really nice, and I hear him say things like "good job" and like oh that's so you know nice. it's it really yeah. is nice. And now he's got another friend that comes over who who does all right. You know uh-huh. what I mean? But like I try and keep Katie Bell out of their way because I'm just like eh, it's two eight year olds. They, yeah, they really don't want to play with you. Yeah. Um, and maybe that other kid wants to play with you too much. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah that's, Miller. That's neighbors, though. They're your neighbors. Yeah, that's like, like neighbors. It makes yeah. more sense that you would be like, let's you go do something else. You right. don't need to. But like with a sibling, it's like they're just there. Like they how, how early when did your parents just like leave you in charge? Oh, God, that's a good question. I don't really specifically remember, but I know that like by the time... I think by the time I was in fourth grade, we would be after at least after school, like we'd get dropped off yeah. by carpool and be after school for a few hours yeah. till the first parent got home or whatever. Yeah, the two of us. But yeah, that's the first time I really clearly remember doing that. I don't know. So I guess I was maybe nine, and my sister was six, six or something like that. She was like coming that. home from kindergarten. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember, but I do. I do remember just being like, like my mother just must not have been home. Yeah, <laughs> was like a lot like of time. When something, when something went down. When something went down, you know, or like, you know, who knows, asleep. Yeah. I don't know, law school. Um, <laughs> but, all right, so here's the question. Mm-hmm. Did you did you guys ever toy with not having the second? Like, why, why are we having God. two? Are we yeah. having two because... 
Your Un- guess is as good as mine. Unrelated I- to siblings, we're just idiots. Or two, yeah. did you feel that like a sibling was important? Because neither of us can like talk to this only child. Yeah. You know, uh, scenario. Well, I think that must be part of it, right? And like it, it's we don't kind have of like experience. Yeah, we don't know what that would be like. Like I'm a little bit afraid of that as a like I, Jesse and I never considered just having one. We right. just didn't. I mean, if that would have happened, like we would have been really happy with yeah. Simon and whatever, but. Um, we never like talked about that as being a possible plan. We, I think we always <laughs> decided, we always knew we wanted to have kids in the multiple. And I yeah. think like, I mean, I think I could, I could narrow it down to like specific reasons, but I want to be honest when I say, I think it's more just about how you were raised and that sort of general feeling of like, your kids need like your kids need to grow up the same way you did in a weird way. Like I, I obviously don't believe that about everything right. about the way I raise my kids. Like it, it is gonna be different for them, but like just like, well that's that's what you do. That's yeah. just the way it is. You have siblings and that's Yeah, no, I think like I think Stefan and I definitely had a moment where like she was young younger and we were like, well, we should maybe have another <laughs> or she's gonna be weird. You know yeah. what I mean? Like she get like really weird and like and we could fall into a trap of like really allowing that to happen on some level, uh-huh. you know, where like suddenly she's gonna be around peers or she only wants to hang out with like forty year olds. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And I feel like, so like there was but that did point. Do you into think that's it. real or I don't know. That? I don't yeah. know if that's real or if that's just how our brain was working at the time. I and I don't know if that like we certainly have friends who are only kids who are only Yeah. Only who don't have siblings, and they're they they're seem great. great to us. I know, yeah, you know, so I think like, so too, yeah. I, I know because I have that same sinking sense of like, well, they can't be alone. But then I, I'm like, but then yeah, like two of my best friends in the world yeah. are only kids, and I'm like, they they're great, they're fine. Like, they're, so I don't really. I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. If that's it's totally, a real thing. it's totally just yeah. a bullshit like internal I, monologue thing yeah. that I that we do, and I think for us. But there'd be a couple of times where people would, like, come over, like, the neighbors would come over with uh-huh. their kids. And you'd have, like, a variety of ages happening. And it would yeah. just get, like, totally chaotic in the yeah. house. And I think Stefan and I kind of like the chaos yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Like, it's sort of like, yeah, we might as well, we might as well, if, gonna, <laughs> if this is going to be our life, yeah, we might as well let this be our life. Yeah. And, and I know that it's not going to be rad for the first couple of years. Yeah. But eventually, I'm hoping that it will get okay and that, like, I feel like we just kind of did it because we felt like the family would be complete if we had two. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think the family would be complete if we had three. God help us. But and (laughs) Then you'd have to have four. Then I'd have to even it out. Yeah. But I don't think, and again, like you said, we would have been fine because we, you know, it took us a while to have uh, number to to have to get pregnant yeah to get time. pregnant and yeah. and even just given my age given that I'm going to be 40 mm-hmm. <laughs> the month after having this baby mm-hmm. <laughs> is that a recipe for postpartum or what <laughs> um, happy birthday <laughs> <laughs> you know I was having concerns about like would I even keep trying after that yeah you know, that was totally my own personal journey yeah. story. So we were prepared for just the one. Yeah. And then we would be like that family who would like be at like, you know, cool dinners and like be total hipster. Right. Like the yeah. one kid. <laughs> yeah. You guys like all look perfect. Yeah. And, we're like, just always you have, going like, out. You have lives. We're like, like lives. <laughs> your kids like really culture. Our grass and... is so fucking green yeah. all the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's. Uh... I do sometimes have that little <laughs> fantasy of like, yeah. If Simon, God, if Simon was our only one, like forever, we'd be traveling be so all easy. the time. We would just we could just go anywhere. We'd be so rich. Oh, we'd be so rich. I know. I'm like, oh, we'd be so rich. We would travel everywhere. Oh my gosh. Have, but yeah, but it's for such some bullshit. reason, but it for is some bullshit, reason you add one more kid in, and yeah. we're living in squalor. Right. We're going nowhere, and right. we're eating fucking Domino's pizza every I know, night. Like right? oh my somehow God. that's the equivalent. That's really is funny. All is lost. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll have to give you guys an update yeah. on on how we'll see how this goes. How this works. Uh, but what's probably worse than just siblings is twins. <laughs> siblings yeah. that are the same age. Uh, and luckily our guest today is going to give us a real fucking reality check, probably. Thank God. Uh, thank God, because those are our favorite things to get. Reality checks. Once and 
everybody. I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Dr. Sydney McElroy. Oh, look at you, doctor. You told me to say it that way. We have a medical history show called Sawbones right here on Maximum Fun, where we talk about all the dumb, hurtful, damaging ways that we've tried to fix people over the years. Have you ever tried to put mercury on a syphilis shanker? Or maybe you tried to drill a hole in your head because you heard it would reduce your blood brain volume? That was dumb. But if you want to know exactly why and know about all the other people that try to do the same dumb thing you did, you can listen to our show every Friday right here on MaximumFun.org. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week as well as our failures and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time. Great. (laughs) Great. Good, because I need to use up some of these. I just have so many genius moments piling up. I know. It's not like I have to struggle to find them every week. (laughs) Never. (laughs) Uh, All right, so do you want to go first? Sure. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. Okay. Lay it on me. All right. Well, uh, Simon does pretty well with the fingernail trimming. It's not really that big of a deal. But his toenails are really hard to trim. Like, they grow, like, against his skin. Mm, So the regular little, like, baby clippers do not work. They just don't work. So I have to use, like personal grooming scissors like those really skinny little tiny scissors and just like literally cut the toenails (laughs) which is kind of terrifying to watch for a two-year-old on their own foot and also I think it does feel kind of weird because you're like sliding the metal piece like under under their nail so whatever and then this is probably a big dub, but I realized I can just do it while he's watching Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> and, yes. and and I can just do it perfectly. Like, yeah. I've been dealing with these, like, fucked up toenails on him for, like, the last right. two years. And now I'm like, oh, he just watches TV, <laughs> and I just trim them, and they're perfect. Once again, TV, the all-purpose saver. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you, television. <laughs> well, it's good. Um, what? It's like Catherine Bell to, to Wild Wings to a Buffalo wing joint. Okay. It was Saturday. I wanted to watch the football game. We don't have cable, and ESPN is douchey, and, and I mean, you get into all that. If you don't have cable, you you can't watch it on the internet or any, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we went again. It wasn't a very important game. Okay. We were going to win no matter what. So we went to Wild Wings, and it was... I guess the genius is that, like, she was great. We brought a puzzle for her. Puzzles are sort of our big restaurant. Like, if we don't want to do Go Fish, uh-huh. uh, we bring a small puzzle, and she just works it. Oh, that's cool. And it's totally, like, very—the first couple of times we would help, you know, when we took it to a restaurant. Uh-huh. But now she just wants to do it by herself. Wow. And it fills up a nice chunk of change before yeah. the food comes out. Yeah. And she was just, like, really great. And we actually had, like, this really nice time out, the three of us. And it was— Did you stay for the whole game? I mean, we stayed for, like, most of the game. I mean, we were there, like, enough, like, long enough to eat. <laughs> the Katie Bell's chair was also facing some sort of, like, you know, wrestling show. That was, like, the uh-huh. ultimate fighting. So it's, like, all this blood and boxing and wrestling. So that— Was she watching? She was like, hey, what are they doing? And I was like, <laughs> oh, they're they're fighting. <laughs> Professionally, it's, it's like a sport. Uh-huh. They want to beat each other. Oh, God. Can we turn around? Uh, watch the football game, baby. Uh, that's a different type of beating up. But anyway, so it was, like, a fun, nice night. It was— Totally lovely. Cool. Yeah, this is a success. That's great. Anytime there's a success going out, <laughs> I consider it a genius. Yeah, that's great. Um, getting ready to take a vacation this weekend. It's Thursday night, and I have not yet started packing. We're leaving Saturday morning, so that's going to be my job for tomorrow. But tomorrow, also, both my kids have birthday parties to go to that sprung up spontaneously recently. <laughs> So I used my 30-minute break at lunch to go run down the street to Walmart to pick up a couple of gifts. Went out there, and I'm thinking, okay, what can I get these kids that my kids won't be upset about not getting things that they're not here with? 
me to shop and pick it out and know that they're getting this for their friend. And so it's mom picking up this totally awesome thing that they now want. So we don't want any fights over birthday presents. And all of a sudden, I had this genius moment. We are going on a trip this weekend. They need new toys to keep them entertained in the car. So I bought two of each gift. One for my daughter, one for her friend, one for my son, one for his friend. Perfect. Now everyone will be super thrilled. Yay. I like the everybody gets a gift genius moment. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just fuck it. Sometimes it's just like, fuck it. I don't have to teach this lesson today. (laughs) Everybody's getting a fucking gift. Good job, Mom. Good job. Good job. All right, Teresa. Mm -hmm. Failures. This is our bread and butter. (laughs) Yeah. I never have a problem coming up with these each week. Fail, 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 fail! You suck. So a couple shows ago, we were talking about having... um, Crescent rolls with ham and cheese. I bought this okay. to do this okay. week. So I bought the crescent rolls, but I was like, I don't really want to do ham. Like I'll do turkey for sure. Seven, you know. And so, and so, the other day I'm like doing this. We have the the crescent rolls, and they're all like warm and toasty and yummy, and the cheese and the turkey, and we're sitting there, and I'm eating them with him, and then I'm like. Wait a minute. I'm pregnant. I'm not supposed to be eating deli meat. <laughs> but it's hot. No, it's not. I didn't like heat. I didn't like heat the meat through. Like, you're but did to... you wrap it up in the croissants? Yeah, but it's not. That got a. What did no. you cook it at? Three hundred and sixty. It was cold. It was still cold. Oh, the meat was cold. I just didn't think of it. Like I was like so <laughs> caught up in like this being yeah. a great idea. So then I was like, okay. And then I just like finished it because yeah, like, about that I'm point, eating it <laughs> at that point. <laughs> At that point, to hell with it. Yeah. That's, yeah, not fucking deli meat. I know. Fucking hate that. Um, Catherine Bell found a beetle, this really cool big beetle, dead beetle, outside like two months ago. Mm-hmm. And we keep talking about taking it to the Children's Museum because they've got this nature exchange where you can bring in nature and you get nature back and you get points, mm-hmm. man, whatever. She really liked the beetle. So it's been in her room for like two months. We haven't taken it there yet. And we're about to have all this company over last night. And I go in her room and I'm like, God, something smells bad in here. And I start looking to where the cats sleep because, you know, Onion, our one-eyed cat, kind of stinks all the time. Mm -hmm. And again, loves on the animals a little bit too much. And Mm -hmm. then that stinks. So I'm like sniffing animals. I'm like, step and get in here. And so we're both smelling stuff. And we get to a general area and I'm like, the blankets, you know, and we take the blankets out and run out to the mm-hmm. laundry room. They don't smell anymore. Come back. You know, Dad, the stuffed animals. We take the basket of stuffed animals. No. We get in there, and finally I'm like, smell the beetle, whose head at this point in time has come off somehow in the last couple of, you know, day yeah. or whatever. And Stephen, <laughs> Stephen leaned forward and smells it. And it's like, it's the beetle. <laughs> <laughs> Smelled like rot. So we've just been basically letting this like thing rot. Yeah. To the point of smelling in, in her, her room. room. Nice. And she like, plays with it. Great. Yeah, it's it's really good. Hi, ladies. Um, uh, my friend told me that I should call and tell you about this. She and I are both <laughs> big fans of your podcast. Uh, we were having a picnic at the park the other day with our little ones, and the um kids were all, you know, they were playing and they were having fun. And my youngest is two. And he was, you know, in one of those little cars that you can pretend to drive. And he was driving, he was driving, he was driving. And all of a sudden, I noticed that he had something in his hand. And I I couldn't quite figure out what it was. And then he started biting it, biting into it. And so I kind of looked a little bit closer. He was a good distance from me, so it was kind of hard to see. And I noticed that it was a cupcake. And not only was it a cupcake, it had been left from like a birthday party the previous weekend. So it was covered, covered in ants. Like I thought it was a chocolate cupcake because that's how many ants were on it, but it wasn't chocolate. So I start tearing over there towards him, right? Because I'm just going to take the cupcake away. Well, he sees me coming, and he knows I'm going to take it away, so he starts eating it even faster, and he's just shoving big pieces of this cupcake into his little fat face, 
And oh my gosh! And he ate the whole thing before I could even get to him. It was it was, and there were ants everywhere, all over his face, all over his hands. Luckily, they weren't the biting kind. So that's my fail for the week. Oh my god! I'm seriously like I'm like gagging right now. Oh no, we just oh lost god. our sound engineer, Lindsay, completely. <laughs> I cannot. I heard this and I was like, holy oh my shit! God. What do I gotta tell you? There's so many. A, I just really appreciate Amazing. how cheerful she sounds. Yeah. Yep. Two, I appreciate there was no, like, I had cow poison control. There's, like, almost yeah. no guilt about it. It was like, eh, you know, well, your kid ate ants. Well, it's not poison control. Yeah, yeah. But, but, I mean, you, I, you don't yeah, understand how much I hate ants. I hate ants. Oh, right. You hate so ants. So very much. I, yeah. I really cannot. One ant. Yeah. Not happy. I don't have an ant thing at all, but that is, like, so disgusting. And just, like, the image of him just shoving it <laughs> shoving all into it. his mouth because he sees his mom coming. <laughs> it's so just, like, so it's good. so good. Are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you, I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on Teresa. The phone. Yes. Let's call a mom. Oh, great. Yay! Today we are calling Jane Roper, who is the author of a memoir, Double Time, How I Survived and Mostly Thrived Through the First Three Years of Mothering Twins. Uh, She's also written a novel, Eden Lake. Uh, You can find her writing all over the internet. We are super excited to have her here. (laughs) Welcome, Jane. Thank you. (laughs) I'm glad to be here. Well, we are very excited. Uh, We're going to start by asking you the question we ask everybody every week, which is, who lives in your house? Okay. Um, I live in my house. (laughs) For the time being, until you decide to run away, right? Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, sometimes I run away screaming down the street, but mostly (laughs) I live here. Um, My husband lives here. His name is Alistair. He is a musician and um, has actually done, on the balance, more of the, like, stay-at-home care stuff than me, but I like to take all the credit. Good. Um, and then I have my twin daughters, Elsa and Cleo, who are six years old now. Um, they will be seven at the end of the year, which blows my mind. And then we also have, we, as of just a couple of weeks ago, we have a cat. His name is Djokovic, and he wandered into our lives, and now he is ours. So, twins. Why, yes. did, you, why did you let that happen? I'm just <laughs> I, believe me, I, it was, I didn't ask for it. It's not, it wasn't exactly what I had in mind. But, you know, I, we got ourselves into it. We, we did the fertility thing. Oh, so, okay, so um, you did, yeah, I was going to, okay, so you did fertility. Yeah, yeah is, I didn't have IVF, but I had IUI, which means, like, the turkey baster method. Right. And that was preceded by um, fertility drugs. Um so the kind that make your eggs overproduce and, uh, you know, give you a lots of lots of babies. Um, <laughs> only, only two in our case, fortunately. Uh, but it, you know, even though we knew it was a, a possibility, it's still when it happens, you're like, what the what? You know, yeah. what are the chances of that? So, yeah, I was wondering about that because you know there is this. I can remember being like 12 years old and say, you know, being like, it's my generation to have twins. You know, in the family, right, and right. like twins would be so awesome and like and then you know even throughout like my 20s and you know early 30s before you know, I had Catherine Bell I was like twins would be great <laughs> I ne- and then I had Catherine Bell I was like holy shit that would yeah. be I yeah. never I'm, I never had that you thought. never had never, that never. <laughs> never had the thought that twins would be great not one time <laughs> but then I, like once I found out I was pregnant with twins I very ha- quickly had to you know start convincing myself right that it, it you gotta bring great. yourself on board for that that's right yeah. <laughs> like, no it's gonna be awesome really it's gonna be cool everything's gonna be fine did anybody um, ever tell you it was gonna be easy because we joke on the show a lot about you know uh, how people lie to you all the time about <laughs> kids and about how it, not only is it easy the first one oh i love babies congratulations you're pregnant yeah, yeah, it's gonna yeah. be great yeah. and then they lie to you again when they're like you should have two the second yeah. is so easy. and then the lies just keep piling up does anybody <laughs> but do they even do that with twins when people hear you say twins does anybody no. have the balls to Nobody say says, twins are great <laughs> twins are no, so no. well you yeah. know they do say what what they say the kind of stock annoying yeah. response is like 
you know, they're they're double the work, but they're double the joy. Oh. And, you know, but um, I mean, people are pretty honest about it. Like, yeah, it's hard, but but then they very quickly list all the things that are that are cool about it, and the lifelong bond they will have. Well, and, what is cool about it? Because because. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lifelong bond they will have. Okay, lifelong bond. <laughs> wait, can no, we wait, start I mean, with, I've heard that they, like, snuggle with each other when they're newborns, which they just, like, do, makes me want to so... die because that's so amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's so freaking cute. Like, to have these two little babies in the, you know, we had them in, like, the little, whatever that hang on the bed thing is. Right. Um, that, you know, the co-sleeping and... bassinet? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, a pillowcase, right? That's what it's called. Yeah, <laughs> the part. Yes, the, yes. The, the, yes. I've forgotten all the terminology. It's been so See, long. it just all goes away. Wait, we're about to have our seconds, and I'm like, when am I supposed to feed this kid? <laughs> like, I don't remember. And, and I threw away all the books. Uh, right, so, right. So you've got them snuggling. All yeah, right. and they're su- yeah, they're super cute snuggling. When they start to interact with each other as babies, it's it's incredibly cute. Like that when they you know, finally realize, oh, there's this other little being in front of me and, you know, it's got my squeaky toy and I want the squeaky toy. And they, they'll they start giggling with each other, which is pretty amazing. Um, I don't, yeah, I mean, there, it's one thing that's really cool about it that I really like is, um, well, it's a double-edged sword. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, it, it It's really fascinating to have two people, you know, two babies being brought up simultaneously because you get to see how different two little people can be Mm. through nothing, like no fault or, you know, it has nothing to do with what you are doing and how you're parenting. They are just so different. And it kind of frees you up because you're like, oh, okay, what I do hasn't, like, doesn't mean anything. (laughs) Like, they just come out of the box with completely, you know, their own little personalities and quirks and everything. You know, the the downside is that you inevitably start comparing them. So, mm. you know, like one of our girls, Elsa, smiled first. And then, of course, immediately we were like, what's wrong with Cleo? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't have the age difference to, like, say... Oh, I can't remember when the first one yeah. smiled. I can't remember when yeah. this happened, you know, because yeah. I didn't take good notes. You know, like right. you don't have, but when they're simultaneously going through things at the same, you know, or they're the same age, yeah, that would be really yeah. difficult. It's like a constant yeah. race. A con- yeah, it's like a constant <laughs> like self a constant, judging. Yeah. It's like, like right. you don't even need other yeah. mothers to judge you. <laughs> right, you right. can no, just exactly. sit there and judge yourself <laughs> yeah. and your children yeah. at the same time. Exactly, exactly. I mean, the, you know, the other thing that they do, which is is interesting and, and kind of a relief, you know, like one of my biggest fears was, oh, my God, they're both going to be crying and screaming at the mm, same exact yeah. time, which sometimes they did. Um, make no mistake, but other like a lot of the time they did this thing, which I, I call um, in my book Twin Yang, yeah. where it's like if one of them is be like behaving like an angel, the other one is being an asshole, and then if you know one of them is having a screaming tantrum, you know, or multiple screaming tantrums in one day, the other one is like so easy, and it, so more of the time it works out like that, which is which is nice of them. You kind, know. kind of nice of them. It sounds more like they're just fucking with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they might be. <laughs> like you never get a chance to like have that break, you know, yeah, like with people with yeah. one kid, you know, even if the kid only sleeps for 30 minutes during the day, you at least have like 30 minutes to pretend like you're normal. And yeah, then true. with twins, maybe, you know, one's sleeping, one's not, one's this. Yeah. One's... But, but it, you know, like, right, there are those times when, when they are both being cool and or both sleeping at the same time. I guess it's just I'm I'm grateful that they're not both driving me crazy yeah, at the right. same time more yeah. often than they are. Actually. Well, yeah. is one proving to be more evil than the other? Mm. <laughs> like, do you, yes. Have you developed an evil twin? Yes, <laughs> but I can't tell you which one because they might hear this someday. And like, mom thought I was evil. <laughs> I can remember I, I had these two. I was working in this office, and these you know, somebody's you know had their kids at the office that day. And it was two twins, and the two girls come up, and they I was just that person who kids 
came to my, you know, little booth or whatever at work. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're standing there, and, like, one's kind of, like, maybe two inches ahead of the other twin, like, and they're standing. And so I, I said, joking, they're, like, eight or nine. And I was joking with them, and I said, oh, which one of you were evil? And the first <laughs> one laughed, and the second one very quietly just lifts her finger and points at the one ahead of her. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was like... Awesome. I don't know if I don't know what the answer is to this. Yes. It could go either it could way. Go either way. Wow. That's amazing. Wow. Easy. Now, um, so what let's say oh, so every so you had the balance, which is nice. They don't seem to try and do things simultaneously, but something simultaneous that happens a lot is breastfeeding. Did yes. you even did you even like the moment you had twins, were you like, I'm breastfeeding, or were you like Screw this. There's no way. You know, I'm I able to keep up with this. <laughs> I actually, yeah, I I was a little bit frightened at the prospect, but I actually, once I started talking to some moms of twins and, you know, reading some stuff, it seemed like, oh, my God, like to wash, you know, two times as many bottles or whatever yeah. would actually be harder in some ways. Yeah. And, you know, so I for and it's actually for sheer so for sheer efficiency's sake, I was you know I was like all right I'm going to stick with this. But I think I also let myself off the hook a bit. You know, kind of like hey, if it doesn't work out or if yeah. I can only do it for a short time, I can always cry twins. You know, yeah. right? Cloth diapers went right out the window oh, since yeah. I found yeah. out I was having twins because yeah. I I was kooky enough to think, well, you know, maybe I'll do that. It's the right thing for the earth. And then the twins, I'm like, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck the earth. That's yeah. right. Yeah, exactly. The well, I can remember watching uh, a mom at, a, at the playground when all of our kids were about, like, why, you know, walking. Kids are walking. Right. Just right. starting the walking. And she was there by herself with the twins. And... It was such like an eye opener for me to watch because they were never wanting to be in the same place at the same time. So if she had one, the other was walking down the road, you know, and she'd get the other one down and then, you know, playing on something. Then she'd go get that one. And and, and I I took two things away from that. One, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. You must be so fucking tired. And two. And in really good shape. And in really good shape. (laughs) Yeah, right. And two, like, for the parent how early you have to just let go of the I can't be with this kid 24 hours a day. Yes. And oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, and like for the kids that, you know, mom's not with you 24 hours. You know, there's always somebody else already sort of doing the attention. And our show today was on siblings, and one of the things we were talking about was, you know, without any proof to back it up, I know that for me one of the reasons we were having another kid, um, I mean, there are a million reasons, but one was... The first one needs to understand she's not the center of the universe. And yeah. I feel like that's got to happen earlier with twins. Did that, I mean, what's that, exp- how does that feel as a mom knowing you can't, especially that first year where you're so stressed out, feel not being able, once they start moving. I'm like, I mean, how does yeah. that, how do you deal yeah. with that? It's got to be like a guilt overload on some level. Yeah. Well, I think the guilt overload actually like before they're walking because it's yeah. like oh I sp- you know this one spent more time crying you know I spent more time with this one today because she was more upset and and you know fussy and like oh does the other one feel neglected in yeah. their little proto brain but yeah, I mean once they're <laughs> <laughs> once they're once they're moving yeah it's a, I mean God it's a whole other level and it's really um, you just feel torn I mean sometimes yeah. literally in two directions and you, you, it's kind of it's, yeah, it's really hard. I don't know how else to say it. It's hard. <laughs> it's, <laughs> and it's tiring. And, yeah, you get in really good shape because you're just kind of, you're going in one direction, you're going the other direction, you're pivoting. It's like that those running things where you, like, run and then you pivot and go the other way. It's, like, really good quad and ab <laughs> and then arms as well because you're picking one up to move it over closer to the other one. Um, yeah, it's kind of insane. And you do, yeah, there is guilt involved, definitely. You feel like you can't provide that kind of attention, and then and you you see other moms or dads having this focused attention in these little moments with their kids, and you're like, I'm too busy chasing them to have moments. Yeah, and, you know, I'm just trying to rescue one off like the giant slide while the <laughs> other one is crying because they dropped their apple juice. Right. Um, well, what are some skills or tools? <laughs> The people who <laughs> who have just found out 
that they are super blessed with friends. <laughs> yes, yes. Me and are trying to convince themselves that this is good. they're going to be fine. What are some, what are, you talk about this in the book, but why don't you, can you share with us a few like, oh my God, you got to be able to do this or have this or, or this was a lifesaver. Sure. I would say it's essential to get them on the same schedule. And that's, mm. that's the thing every, you know, every mother of twins is probably going to say. But if you can get them, you know, sleeping and eating at roughly the same time, you will be so much happier in the long run because huh. you'll have a little more time and, yeah, you know, you'll actually get to sleep and you'll actually get to check your Facebook or whatever. Um, so that's that's super important. You know, and like on a more abstract level, you just have to let go of your quest to be the perfect mother because there's <laughs> just, no, if you have that, if, you know, if you're an idiotic overachiever like me, like I'm going to do everything right and I'm going to do you just kind of got to throw that out the window and be prepared to cut yourself a lot more slack. You know, I think one of the things you also learn is that you, and, you know, being a mom teaches you this in general, but I think, again, you might learn it a little faster and sooner um, with a, uh, with twins. Like, you learn that you have no control whatsoever, <laughs> you know? Like, right. so many things are beyond your control, and you have to be okay with that. You have to be okay with chaos. Um, you know, I... I used to be very particular about, like, clutter and, and messes and, and uh, you know. I, I mean, no, you're, just, you're describing me and Teresa's laughing a little bit because I've, I've talked about this, like, total, like, struggle for control that I have all the time. And yeah. it's just every day. And it just goes out the window. It just goes out like, the window every day. Yeah, yeah. But you get comfortable. You know, at, at least I have gotten comfortable with that. I got comfortable with that pretty quickly, surprisingly yeah. quickly. Um, so... So yeah, it's it's good. But yeah, yeah, you know, it one thing I will say also just another positive because I don't want to come across as too negative about twins, too down on twins. I mean, it's it can be freaking funny. I mean, yeah. the the things that 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 they get into like the 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 wacky antics and the goofy little conversations and the absurd situations you find yourself in where you're like simultaneously changing two diapers, you know, <laughs> you've got like poop on one hand and pee on the other. If you can step back and laugh, which I, you know, recommend and try to do whenever possible. Um, if not the same day, then at least like, you know, the next day. Like, right, within it, a 24 hour period, right? Yeah, right. I mean, it, it is it's, it's kind of a, you know, a wacky comedy of errors at times. So, uh, All right, last question. So uh, what was the pressure like to dress them like? Oh God! You I know, mean, was the pressure like really high, or were you just like screw this? I'm gonna, you know. Yeah, no. Basically, like we decided right from the get go. No, we're mm. we are not doing that. We're gonna not like treat them as a unit or allow other people to. Although some people, you know, I since my mom's not gonna hear this, probably <laughs> my mom was one of the people who's like, oh, but I can't help it. I just I saw that yeah. they look so yeah. cute in these little God. overalls together, or every you fucking know, grandma for, has to say I, I can't know. help it yeah. about some annoying. Yeah. Thing that they do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But sometimes, you know, we've gotten these, we have this neighbor who has, um, not the one who neglected the cat, but the a, a different neighbor whose daughter has twins. And so she's always giving us like these hand-me-downs uh. and she dresses her kids, her twins alike. She dresses them in like insanely expensive clothes too, which is kind of bizarre to me, but like we get this stuff from like sacks and everything. Um, but I don't mind having the matching stuff because then I have a backup. You yeah, know? like yeah. you can throw an extra something in the bag so that you know after your kid poops all over themselves, you're like, oh, but here's the same shirt again. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's cool. Well, Jane, thank you so much for being on the show. We want to recommend the book Double Time to everybody. We're going to link everybody up to the blog as well to JaneRoper.com. Thank you so much for being on the show. It, it, it's sort of like always helps us put some things into perspective when we talk to other moms <laughs> who oh, especially no. have things possibly worse than we do. <laughs> right, right. You know. Well, thank you guys for having me. I love the show. And um, yeah, I, I hope neither of you end up with twins. <laughs> I mean, I yeah. hope you do because they're awesome. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hang in there. You're doing a great job. And we will right. talk to you uh, again soon. All right. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Thanks. Jane. Bye. Bye bye. Brainwaves send a message. Pick up the phone when you 
man, twins makes me feel like uh, Katie Bell's emotional growth will just happen. Yes. I need to relax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's kind of just like all this all the sibling stuff that yeah. we talked about. Only it's like times 10. Yeah. It's like all happening at it's once. It's all happening at once. Yeah. So it's, you know, yeah, just kudos to her. And she maintains yeah. a sense of humor. Yeah. I just loved her. She it's was great. awesome. Yeah. And the book, by the way, the book is really good. And I'll say this, and I've seen a lot of other people say this. This is like one of those books that's really, because it's more of a memoir, it's really enjoyable even if you don't have twins or even if you don't have kids. Like, it's just, she's really funny. Mm -hmm. And so it's just a really good book. Again, we're going to link up to that. She was just great. Totally. I always feel so great after talking to a mom. Me too. Until I I hear a mom having a total (laughs) breakdown. (laughs) So I'm getting my one-year-old ready to have a bath this morning, and I decide to take her diaper off and let her be free and run naked for a few minutes as she's sitting there whining at me. So I'm running the bath, I'm getting ready, she's playing naked on the ground, and I turn around to pick some stuff up and um, clear a few things off the counter, and I turn around and I see... All over the floor, everywhere, but not before I step in it. So, of course, what do I do? I scream, and then I look at her, and she's got poop all over her foot and all over her legs, and she almost slips in it. So, I clean her up, and I put her in the bath thinking that she's done. So then, Mm. what happens in the bath? poops again Mm. and of course it's like oh my god so I get her out of the bath I sit her on the toilet thinking she's going to keep pooping it's like diarrhea it's disgusting (laughs) she doesn't poop anymore but she's crying she doesn't want to be on the toilet so I get a little cup I start scooping out the poop because obviously I have to clean her up put her back in the bathtub to get all the poop (laughs) off of her so I set her down start scooping poop throwing it in the toilet, and I turn around, and she poops (laughs) again, all over the ground, all over everywhere, and at that point, I just sat there. I didn't know what the hell to do. I was just like, that's my life, seriously. So I tried that together. We cleaned it up and tried again, and she was done. So I just wanted to report my epic fail. I had to share it with you ladies. Thanks. Have a good day. Bye. Yeah. Uh, I, every single one of us has been through something really similar, at least. I that, know. Right? I know. She, you know, she claims this is a fail, but I heard this, and this just sounded like a rant to me. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. it, this is a rant. There's this nothing is, you can do. There's nothing you yeah. can do. This there's is not no, a failure on your part. No. This is just... Shit explosion, yeah. nonstop. Uh, you know, the, the idea that I'm about to have to go through shit in the tub again is just like totally <laughs> unnerving to me. And like so many poops in the tub. It's just, <laughs> you, know, and, you know, like you get crazy. And there is that moment where you just like let go. I mean, like yeah. the, you, because you can put them on the toilet and have them sit there like all day and nothing will come out. And the right. moment you like, Take them off. Yeah. The shit's going to literally hit the fan and everything else in your house. And, oh, mom, I'm so sorry. (laughs) That is just, that's just like a give up day. It really is. That really is a give up day. Let's like take your kid out and hose him down. They won't remember. (laughs) They're not going to remember. It seems scarring right now, but it might be easier just to put them in the yard. And turn the hose on. <laughs> Hang in there, Mom. Yeah, you're doing a good job. Yeah, I, I, I literally need to tell you to not feel like shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on so many levels. Well, this was interesting. So what did we learn today? I think, you know what I think we learned? Having siblings really sucks, but it's good for you. <laughs> <laughs> it toughens you up. It toughens you up. Um, it's, it's right. Uh, teaches you important life skills like you're not the only one and somebody actually is the boss of you and how to take a hit. So those are all good life skills. Yep. Uh, it'll teach us as parents how to learn to start ignoring your children better mm-hmm. and that they will be fine. We've learned that it's 
It's better to spread them out than have them at the same time. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but I do think twins that, are a blessing. Tr- twins are a blessing. All and, children are a blessing. All children are a blessing, and That's we should feel. That's what people have been saying to me recently. Sorry. <laughs> we should feel so guilty for even thinking. Try- I was thinking about this. I was going to my doctor's appointment, and like everything was hurting, and it was hot, and yeah. just like things that I like I shouldn't say hurt were hurting, uh-huh. and just like I was so miserable, and I was just like. In my head, complain, complain, complain. And I just thought of the, like, I just thought of that, like, you shouldn't complain. You know? Yeah. And I mean, no matter how hard it was for me to get second with, you know, yeah. with, with this one and, like, all that. It doesn't matter. All that aside, you're not yeah. supposed to complain. You're not yeah. supposed to, you're not, like, allowed to, like, be, twins are a blessing. Kids are yeah. a blessing. Like, yeah, fucking, sure. You know, unless you're 17 and drunk, they're pretty hard to make. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so, like, they are. They are all those things, but it doesn't take away our rights. Yeah. To like voice that it's hard. Yeah. Which is why, you know, we say stop feeling like shit for being a mom yeah. or dad or, or a mother of twins or having a house full of shit because your baby can't stop shitting all over this house. <laughs> or my favorite thing ever. Your kid eating a uh, ant cupcake. <laughs> so everybody hang in there. Teresa, I'm so glad that you're well. Thank you. And uh, we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Goodbye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. We'd like to thank Max Fun, Lindsay Pavlis, our engineer, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. Do you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show? Then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome. Well, Daddy, maybe Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.